Hey, it's Brandon. I'm in my car on my way to Record Store Day. And I felt like I should give you uh, people an update to what's been going on with me and the podcast lately. I'm going to talk a little bit about my depression. So if you think that that might hit you wrong, then uh, go ahead and stop listening to this. Just know that, you know, I'm doing fine and everything. And uh, I have new good episodes coming out. So there you go. The TLDR. But the gist of the story is that uh, I bought Pearl Jam tickets when they went on sale for the new Vegas date. I was like, hell yeah, they are coming to Vegas. That's a awesome surprise. So uh, snatched up a couple tickets. They also uh, announced a date for Sacramento, as you probably know because you're listening to a Pearl Jam podcast and you're aware of all the Pearl Jam things and goings-ons. So I was like, oh, Vegas. Yeah, hell yeah. That's where I want to go because, you know, that's where a bunch of people are going to go. It's going to be like get-togethers and people and social situations and all that sort of stuff. And that was like the goal of this podcast and in talking to people is to be able to be in social situations and be around people and sort of enjoy life in a way that I had not really been able to before because all it took was practice, right? Practice talking to people, to strangers about Pearl Jam, and then you can get to talking about other stuff, you know, that we all have in common because we're human beings. Yada, yada, yada. So I got the tickets and was immediately hit with dread and anxiety because it's like, oh, crap, you know. I did this, this is real. Oh crap, you know, I bought two two tickets uh, just in case somebody who wanted to go didn't have a chance or something like that and in the lottery and all that sort of stuff and didn't get an opportunity or got a ticket that was worse because I've been in the fan club for a while. So had some okay tickets, pretty good tickets, not GA, which, you know, was kind of like, come on. I've been in the fan club for a while. And I know people, or <coughs> Andy, who uh, haven't been in the fan clubs long and got GA tickets. So I was like, kind of like, what the fuck, man? But anyway, that didn't bug me too much because I was thinking in the back of my head, well, at least I'll be in the seats and kind of away from any group of people who would want to hang out together and be a contingent in uh, Vegas. So there's not too much of a social quagmire that I might find myself in. Then my uh, doctor, uh, who had been prescribing me my medication for my depression and anxiety, moved out of network or quit or retired, something like that. So I wasn't able to be my doctor. Um, And I was running out of refills for my medication. I I did run out of refills for my medication. And so I ran out and it was a huge undertaking with calling up 
people and accepting new patients and all that sort of stuff because, you know, of the pandemic that we've been going on uh, two years now of. So that put a strain on everything. And so that kind of made things a little bit harder for people who are accepting new patients and healthcare workers being overwhelmed and that sort of stuff. And so there was a couple of days where I did not have uh, said medication. And you don't really realize it. There are, of course, some physical symptoms uh, with me. Um, I've heard people refer to them as brain zaps or something like that. Uh, For me, it sort of feels like, I don't know, like a just a, a metal karate hand sort of just like not necessarily chopping but just kind of doing a quick press like right in the middle of the back of my head um, and just sort of like pushing me and say and like kind of like I don't know just like kind of jolting me kind of just like a little surprise it's not like necessarily an impact but it is like a push uh, is how it sort of physically feels to me there, of course, is sort of anxiety uh, crowding my chest and sort of my brow and like my like frontal cortex just sort of feels heavy and just like solid and cement. It doesn't it doesn't like feel like, you know, your head, which is kind of like, OK, well, it's my head. There's like nothing. it's like there's like something there and it's like furrowing my brow and it's sort of like weighing my head down so I can't you know look up all the time and so that's those are sort of like the physical things that go on Um, in my head I think that I'm thinking okay I think that I'm me you know because I've had depression for like all of my life, like my earliest memories are of me thinking poorly of myself and not liking myself, you know, like ever since I was like, I don't know, like back when I was like eight or something like that, like how old my daughter is now, which is pretty scary because I don't want her to go through any of the stuff that I've gone through as far as mental health and everything. So it's it's talked to me in my own voice for a long time. And so that's, that's sort of what it does is you start thinking that, oh, this is my own voice. This is me. This is the voice in my head. This is just how I am and what I'm really thinking and everything. And so I, I, I think, you know, okay, I know this is just depression and anxiety and it's just that. And so I don't need to pay attention to it. I don't need to give into it. All that sort of stuff. And like I said, like about a week goes by, I'm able to get my refill uh, and I start taking it again. And so I think, okay, I'm fine, you know, but it takes a little bit for it to get back in your system after it's out and so like you sort of get a placebo effect you know the first couple of days where it's kind of like okay yeah yeah yeah, I'm better this is fine I'm back on my meds 
it's all good, you know? But that voice is still there and it's, you know, like, ha ha ha, you think you're okay, but you're really not. And you don't know that. So I, you know, I'm, I've been trying to figure out the logistics of Vegas. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking drive there. And, you know, it's going to take like all day to drive there because, you know, Las Vegas to Reno is a pretty solid eight hour drive uh, through desert and nothingness. And I would be making that trip alone. So that uh, was an issue. But I was like, ah, you know, I can do it. Then there was also the money issue of like, oh, hey, I'm going to need a place to stay, which is pretty much the big thing. And, you know, all that shit is expensive, Uh, especially because there's some other uh, like electronic music festival or something like that going on that same uh, weekend or something. So there's going to be a ton of people in town for that. So it just kept looking like I wasn't going to be able to do it. Um, I don't have credit, let alone credit cards. (laughs) So, you know, like when you're younger and you're sort of thinking, you know, like, oh man, how the heck can people go to all these concerts and stuff like that? It's like, oh, you know, people have credit, you know, they have, they can spend money they don't have and then pay it off later. Uh, which is something that I never really had the opportunity for. I always had to use my extent, uh, cash, uh, because when I did have a credit card, I spent, I used my credit card to, uh, pay for college. And then, uh, since I dropped out of community college, I was like, screw this. I'm not fucking paying this money back. And you know, you go to collections and all that sort of stuff. And they say, well, you can't have credit. And then once you don't have it, it's really hard to get it again. But that's not what the story is about. Anyway, it sort of, it, it, it was not in the cards. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. I can't go to Vegas. And I can't even ask for help. I can't even bring myself to say, he's like, hey, you know, who has like a place, a a, a room I can like kind of crash at or something like that too and help pay for or whatever like that. I started thinking, it's like, ah, fuck, you know, like COVID isn't gone. And am I really going to sleep with a mask around people I don't know and all this sort of stuff and just more anxiety sort of building. And it was like, shit, like I can't do this. I can't go to the show because I have failed in my conceit of the podcast, you know, I can't talk to people. I can't do what I set out to do, you know, uh, commiserate with people, be a person around other people for what would, what would be an awesome opportunity to do that. It's like, Hey, you know, I can talk to people a and Pearl Jam's on tour. That would be the best perfect time to be able to talk to people because then you can have show buddies and, you know, have rooms with people and share, uh, costs and all that sort of stuff and not have to worry about everything. And like, I couldn't do that because of, you know, depression and anxiety, but I'm thinking because it's my voice, I'm like thinking, oh, because that's just how it is. And I'm a failure and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm going to quit the podcast. I'm going to stop doing this. 
I'm gonna, you know, stop being on social media too, because this is like Louis CK just won the Grammy and that really sent me over the edge because he is not been canceled <laughs> uh, for anybody who tells you that cancel culture is a thing. Uh, if you're if you're white, if you're a white dude and famous, like you can't be canceled. Cancel culture, cancel culture doesn't exist for you. Um, if you're gay or trans or black, trying to talk about how racism is embedded in our society, you know, if you're marginalized in any way, if you're a woman saying, "Hey, this guy raped me," or uh, is complicit in other people's sexual assault, then, you know, those people can get canceled. Yeah, cancel culture exists for them. Yeah, sure. But it's not coming for you white guys. You know, you're you're immune. You're you're safe. Especially if you got uh, some money behind you, too, and some renown. People know who you are. Anyway, this, this I was just really frustrated, and there's Ukraine going on. Just too much time online, and it sort of soured me on social media, and I just was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit doing this. I have a bunch of podcast episodes recorded. Uh, I'm just going to clean them up a tad and just put them out. No you know, music behind them, no intros or outro talk, Simpson quotes. Uh, I'm just going to put them out and, you know, because I have them and just fuck it. I'm not going to promote them, tell anybody about them, all that sort of stuff. Because I'm done. I'm done with the podcast. Then the medication starts kicking in for real this time. And I feel like myself and that voice goes away and I'm like, holy shit, not necessarily what have I done, but sort of like a good thing I didn't do anything that I can't take back or anything, you know, like you delete any pages and stuff like that. And they say, oh, you know, well, you have like a month to kind of, you know, if you have a little breakdown, you can kind of go back and say, okay, you know what? You're right. I can't live without this, but still like I've, I've not like fully gone back into, uh, uh, social media, you know, I have the sites back up again, but you know, I'm not reading it every day. Uh, I sort of took that time actually off of it to like, Hey, you know, I can do something else besides being on Twitter all day on my lunch at work or whatever. And so I started a writing project and felt real good about that. And that, that actually helped me to think good and write again and everything too. So, you know, I, I the podcast, you know, the, 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 the podcast is going to be coming out with good edits and everything. Anita Stelmachuk's uh, episode on Wash, she of Grunge Zine and My Wave YouTube channel is going to be... Uh, the next one out uh, should be out the week of uh, the first Pearl Jam shows. Next week should be out. So I hope you're here for that. Uh, I'm at the record store now, so let's 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 see how that goes. 
So this is probably the latest I've ever gotten in line at record store day, 7 o'clock. So there's not really much of anything that I'm looking for. Of course, we all know that Pearl Jam's uh, Live on Two Legs is coming out in June instead of this record store day because of vinyl production delays and all that. But I have the original, so I do I really need another copy of it? Do I even need to ask that question? I'm not sure of either of those. But I got a couple months to figure it out. But uh, I was back probably 15 or so people in line. The scuttlebutt was that uh, the people at the front of the line got there at 2 a.m., which, of course, they wanted the Taylor Swift single because uh, people are nutty for that Taylor Swift. Also waiting in line, uh, of course, the record store, Recycled Records, is located in our downtown-ish area, uh, midtown, a little bit south of downtown downtown where all the casinos are. Most, most the big casinos, the big, the big casinos are there. Uh, of course, there are unhoused people everywhere because, uh, you know, COVID-19 really did a number on people, especially people here in Reno. Uh, so, you know, there's uh, people walking around and, of course, some of these people uh, have mental illnesses and will just scream and yell and stuff and so there's one gentleman who was doing that and of course that's all I do is just talk and cuss and everything and wouldn't you know it somebody called the cops on him of course two police officers with nothing else better to do walk up and oh is there a blah 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 I don't know but you know you don't call the police on somebody who isn't going to harm anybody except for if the police show up, chances are they are going to get hurt by the police because to the police, every problem is a problem to be solved with violence because they are not mental health professionals. But yeah, so not going to Vegas. Uh, I am, however, thanks to Randy, Live on Four Legs, uh, going to Sacramento show because Sacramento is only two hours away from Reno. So that is way doable <laughs> and I probably should have just uh, focused on that uh, first and I don't need to look for a place to stay or anything like that because I can just you know make the trip back after the show so I will be there on what is that the 18th in Sacramento don't know if I will be trying to talk to people or anything like that um, if I were I would probably be asking people two questions and uh, I don't know, maybe you can sound off what you think as well. I might post this online as well. This question, uh, uh, my two questions I would like to ask people is, um, are you going to test yourself for COVID before you go to any of these shows? And if you happen to be positive, with COVID, are you still going to go to the shows? I don't particularly know if that is 
stirring shit from uh, the point of view of people who just want to get back to normal and don't want to wear masks anymore and are over COVID or whatever. Because, uh, you know, I live, I live with somebody who has uh, asthma and he is pretty old, my father-in-law. And chances are, if he got COVID, he would be donezo. And I don't think that would look... I don't think my wife would take very kindly, personally, if I got COVID and then gave it to my father-in-law and then he died from it. That's just me personally. I don't think that that would be a good look on me. And and personally, I don't think that I would be that forgiving of myself if I were uh, if that were to happen, if I were to be the cause of somebody's death from COVID. Anyway, that's that's personally why I take it seriously. I know I will be testing myself that day. And then also uh, afterwards, because it's still here and people are still dying. Anyway, that's all I got. If uh, you are going to Sacramento and you see me, I don't know, wave, say hi. Let me know that you listen. And uh, also, if you do listen and would like to be a guest and talk about some of the other lost dog songs that I need people for let me know, reach out especially if you are a woman or somebody from a marginalized community and uh, don't really have your voice heard all that much on these Pearl Jam podcasts and stuff because uh, I know I know you're out there, I know we're out there and uh, we need to claim our space because we all have something to contribute we're all people we all are worthy and so that is all I've got to say I think thanks for listening thanks for sticking with me again sorry for messed up episodes or no episodes everything like that I should they should start coming out more regularly and edited well with sound clips and all that sort of stuff. So take care of yourselves, be safe, and smell you later. Listen up.